and welcome to the Compatible You podcast where we speak weekly about all things body image, body shame, anti-diet culture, all of that kind of stuff in a bid to help others also break up with dieting to live their best life. First off, I did want to say thank you for the support that I received um, from last week's podcast episode that went up. That was the one where me and my husband sat down and talked about his experiences of living with a loved one with an eating disorder. It definitely was a tough one to record, but I am grateful at the end of the day that we could speak about our experiences on this kind of platform. We all know that shame is a huge barrier when it comes to reaching out for help and talking about your struggles. So by us being, you know, somewhat comfortable and opening up to talk about the shitty things that, you know, sometimes happen to us, um, we hope that we can help others know that, you know, their circumstances are worthy of being heard. They're worthy of reaching out for help as well and hopefully help people believe that, you know, you don't need to wait until a certain point or a certain breaking point to actually reach out for help. All right, on to this week's episode. So whenever I do look into what episodes I'm going to record, there are a few, I guess we'll call them criteria, I try to include and stick to, you know, challenging body shame, helping people see how bullshit diet culture really is, etc. And I also try and, I guess, speak about those things that I wish I heard when I was younger. Unfortunately, podcasts weren't actually really a thing at all when I was growing up and going through those, you know, shitty puberty times where that body shame was just always like a huge slap in the face every day. So I just, yeah, keep that in mind when thinking about what to record. So obviously today is no different. Um, Today, I did put up a social media post about this last night And it's, I guess, me wanting to talk about the idea or the concept of us mourning our previous bodies we once lived in. You know, I'm the first to say that challenging diet culture and breaking free from body shame is something that we need to continually work on. I mean, maybe one day someone will invent some anti-diet culture magic wand that can make us, you know, just accept our bodies um, just with one flick of that wand. But until then, we need to do the bloody hard work. So my clients, you know, they know about building their defenses against diet culture or I guess the tools or weapons you could be able to call them when it comes to certain points in their lives where they might find diet culture's grip, you know, try and pull them back into its fuckery if, you know, for more of a better term. So one trigger I did find and that I probably held on to for, you know, you know, I'm pretty sure it was like a couple of years, um, especially during recovery. And, you know, I guess it does happen on the odd occasion nowadays, but that is the idea of looking at like old photos of myself in the past body that I used to have, I used to live in. And that definitely was a smaller body than I have now. I mean, it's normal to look at photos and, you know, yeah, mourn the body we were once living in or the old vessel that you were in navigating the world. In other words, that's how I like to refer as. Um, but now I'm speaking from a perspective of someone who kind of battled an eating disorder, finally sought help and worked through recovery. So during my personal recovery, it was important for me to work on my beliefs surrounding my body or, you know, the rules I lived by. And importantly, like more, most importantly, I would say breaking free from food rules and calorie counting. 
doing those things or breaking up with those things was incredibly difficult. And, you know, the eating disorder voice within me was constantly telling me about, you know, like what's going to happen when I lose control of these things, these areas of my life that keep me in that body that I was in right now, you know, the smaller body, but also the body that was battling through an eating disorder. I definitely am not going to, you know, paint a recovery picture in, you know, with this, you know, glitter filter and sunshine, like you can't, it's not the case. Like it was difficult, but I guess the incredible things that come with letting go of these things that keep your eating disorder voice loud you know, when you do that, you find a new sense of space and freedom to live a different life to what your life has been for so long in terms of the life you were living whilst you were battling that eating disorder. What I mean is like, especially in my experience of my eating disorder recovery, when I let go of calorie counting, extreme fixation and, you know, dictating my worth by what I ate or what I didn't eat and, you know, how much exercise I did, It was kind of like I could compare it to, I guess, a reality switch that flicked in my brain, which is especially true when we talk about the topic of photos, which I did start talking about, but then I digress, but I will get back to it, I promise. Um, This reality switch, let's talk about that. When the reality switch flicked in my brain, I was really able to kind of slap away the brain fog the eating disorder fog, whatever you want to call it, but the fog that was just hanging around my head that wouldn't leave. It was just constantly there, constantly keeping me from thinking clearly. I think that's probably the best way to explain it. And when I got rid of that fog, it really helped me to see my reality in a way that I pretty much never saw it before. When I got rid of that fog, it helped me to see that, you know, This life I thought I was destined to live for all eternity wasn't actually the life I was meant to lead. The reality was that, you know, I could see that I was so much more than my appearance. You know, I'm more than endless thoughts about food and exercise. And, you know, with letting that go and experiencing this new reality, I could create brain space for thoughts that actually did serve me, which was kind of weird to think about and weird to kind of experience because obviously it's weird like I hadn't experienced this before so it was a bit like oh shit okay we're doing this and you know sharing this experience with my recovery it does relate to the photos that I'm going to talk about I'm still getting there but I guess when I was in a smaller body and I used to see photos of myself in that body that I was literally living in right then All I saw was things that I thought I needed to change in those pictures. Like I was not happy with my body at all. And it was a huge trigger to keep certain behaviors going. Like it was kind of that toxic motivation at its finest. Like I thought, and I guess like, because I did use photos as that trigger to keep these like unhelpful eating disorder behaviors going, I thought that, you know, photos were always going to have that power over me. Like, you know, I was always worried to look at photos out of fear. It would kind of send me back into that horrible spiral. 
luckily, um, with the reality switch that I was talking about before, you know, I was able to kind of develop the thinking skills and I guess the ability to really look beyond what's going on just on face value, especially when it comes to photos. Because, you know, as I looked at old photos of me that I used to pick apart, you know, like I needed to change this and when it would, you know, cause me to spiral into those unhealthy behaviours, you know, it's, you know, I wasn't doing that anymore. Like there are difference, like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but like, instead of being able to pick that photo apart, you know, I was able to go through life now that this fog has gone and could really actually look at the photo in, in terms of what I was actually living like in that photo, if that makes sense. Like, instead of looking at a photo and picking it apart, I actually started to ask some, you know, pretty powerful questions about the person in that photo rather than just looking at the body and picking it apart. I mean, sure, for a second, I might be like, oh, okay, and fixate on the person that was, but that lasts for like barely a second now, like before that rational part of my brain or the healthy part of my brain kicks into gear and like pulls me into line and be like, cut that shit out. Like when I say powerful questions I'm asking of the person in that photo, I'm able to just basically see what the reality was. Like I look at the woman in the photo. I mean, I don't look at old photos often. It's just like, yeah, whatever. But if I was to see one, it's like I look at the woman in that photo and ask myself like specifically in that photo, what life was was I living during that photo? Was it the life that I wanted to live? Was it really what I thought life was meant to be? And I guess the funny thing with eating disorders or I guess like any trouble you have with yourself, any kind of, you know, insight you have to yourself is just the fact that I found that it was super easy to bullshit to others. You know, like when I was on these restrictive diets and all that kind of crap, like I would tell people how easy it was. And I was like, no, I'm happy. Like, this is so easy. Like I can do this. Like everyone can do this, which was complete and utter bullshit. But, you know, it's actually a lot harder to bullshit to yourself. I, you know, had to answer truthfully when I did ask those questions of me in those photos. And I looked at that old body I was in, like the that reality switch and me now looking at it with a more, you know, reality focused viewpoint, I guess you'd call it. Like I know damn well that I was completely miserable in those photos. And like, I spent way too much of my time and energy on thinking about irrelevant things like food, thinking about my body and had barely any brain space to use on things that actually made me genuinely happy. Like at that time, I don't think I actually understood what really made me happy because I didn't, I guess, have the energy or the time to put it to that if I really, I guess, like think about it that much. And, you know, I look at myself and can't lie when it comes to determining whether I was actually living a balanced life. Like I told so many people I was. Like I know damn well, like not a thing was balanced in that life. I was obsessed with every effort available to me to change my body. Like you can cover diet culture up in glitter and colourful stuff and say, no, this is balanced. Like I'm healthy. Everything's all good. But at the end of the day, it's still a steamy pile of shit it's like a steamy pile of diet culture shit which was not balanced in the slightest and you can't hide from that in like in my opinion I couldn't hide from it at the end of the day 
you know, I can look at photos and get real with myself that at that stage, I wasn't okay. At that stage, I was not happy. And when I became like more in touch with reality, that was when I was able to take my power back and stopped letting like all the other stuff rule my life, but especially stopped letting photos rule my life. I mean, it is, it's common to mourn the bodies we were once in, but now I know that the body I find myself in that doesn't restrict anymore, that doesn't punish myself with exercise and a body that got the help I needed is damn well good enough. And I don't need to keep, you know, uh, employing all these shitty behaviors to, you know, live up to society's expectations. Like at the end of the day, it may not be the body that I once was in. Of course it's not. It might not be the body that society loves or, you know, reveres, but it's a body of strength that I needed to recover. And I'm going to bloody well celebrate it for all its fucking glory and all that it's achieved because it has achieved a lot and has been tested and pushed to its absolute limits at times. I just really hope that when you find yourself mourning the body that you maybe once had, that you can also ask yourself those hard hitting questions and actually be real with yourself. Take that breath and ask yourself how much time during that photo was spent on dieting, on body fixation, on treating your body poorly. Were you actually happy? Were you actually living your best life? And I think you find that you actually can't lie to yourself. You might be able to lie and, you know, we know eating disorders are quite manipulative and you might be able to manipulate others. But when you're actually real with yourself, it's, it's, it's more difficult to bullshit yourself. I think really we just need to stop associating body shape and body size and all that kind of body shit with happiness and fulfillment. Because I know hands down that when I was at my lowest weight, my lowest size, I was the unhappiest I'd ever been in my life. The sooner we learn to differentiate our physical body from our happiness or our physical body from our success, you know, all that bullshit the industry spins and feeds us, the better off we are literally going to be. I want to challenge you, the listeners, to dive that little bit deeper when you find yourself looking at old photos of yourself and going through that, I guess, mourning period of an old body that you might have once lived in. Well, there you go. That concludes this week's episode. Not as long as the other ones, but I think this kind of got to the point of what I wanted to talk about. And I hope that you, yeah, were able to find even a little bit of strength in this to, you know, question your life and the impact diet culture might be having on you. Really, I just want to remind you that, you know, you were put on this earth for far greater reasons than your body. I actually, uh, before we conclude, um, I watched a comedy show the other day and they said something pretty profound. It was weird for a comedy show to do that, but, you know, it actually, it really stuck with me. And the comedian talked about our chances of being born. And they said that our chances of being born are one in 400 trillion so those aren't, odds aren't really great at all. So this, I don't know, it kind of sparks a little reminder in me every so often when, you know, I feel the triggers of the environment trying to be like, oh, let's bring you back into body shame and stuff like that. It's like that is such a great reminder to stay strong and fight against diet culture. 
It's an opportunity to take this bloody life we have and make sure we are living it in the best way that we can. Fuck diet culture. Fuck beauty standards that tell us we aren't good enough. Like, I know I'm now not going to waste my one in 400 trillion chances thinking that I need to shrink myself down for society and live that half-life, that unfulfilled life, that just always constantly seeking that happiness that I know I'm not going to find in terms of my body image. So, yeah, on that, I just want to always say thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate the sport in talking about these, you know, often tricky things to talk about. And as always, if you have any feedback or questions or want to share your experience with this um, topic of mourning a previous body you once lived in, I would obviously always love to hear from it.